everybody. So we are the Hallmark Use Podcast and I'm Rachel and we are so excited to be here to talk about Hallmark Movies Now. And Amber's here. Hi everybody. And you have to forgive me because I am not a full voice today, uh, but just trying to power through and uh, talk about these these, uh, movies. And we just thought it would be fun. This was kind of an off week. And we thought it would be fun to look at some of the movies on Hallmark Movies Now. It's a subscription service uh, that Hallmark is, is, uh, has just recently started. And uh, what do you think of this service? Um, it's super amazing. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's actually so, like, there's so much stuff on there that I would watch. Spoiler alert for later in the podcast. Uh, I was just looking through it, and then I saw my bonus pick and I freaked out and Rachel knows and she's mad about it, but I was really <laughs> excited. Yeah. So what we did is we are covering the two exclusives, the premieres world premieres that are on here right now. And, uh, and then we each picked uh, a, a series slash uh, movie for the other to watch. And uh, we'll talk about those as well, as well as some of the other things that you can get on the, uh, on the service. And if you guys like this, let us know because we're thinking about maybe doing it on a regular basis on some of these off weeks. So give us some feedback. Let us know if you like this. Let's talk about the Valentine's Day movie. This was actually requested of us too, which was part of the reason why I thought of doing it. And uh, it's called Once Upon a Winter's Date. And this is also referred to as Valentine's Again, I think in Canada. And uh, so this stars Nikki Whalen. And uh, Greg Vaughn in are sort of the two leads. And then you have Maria Sirtis as this gypsy character. And uh, so this is one that, that Amber and I did not see eye to eye on. But uh, tell us what you thought about uh, about Once Upon a Winter's Date. You're going to start with me? Okay. Yeah. So first of all, I thought it was a fun concept. I am super, I'm a huge sucker for time loop movies, you know, mm-hmm. Groundhog's Day, the 12 Dates of Christmas, things like that. I love time loops. Um, also, non-Hallmark genre, Happy Death Day is amazing. Anyway, so I really enjoy those kinds of movies. Yeah. Um, and... This honestly fell super short for me. I did not really enjoy it. The more I watched it, the more I was just like, oh, why'd they do this? Um, And I will say that the gypsy lady, I guess is what they're calling her, Marina Mm -hmm. Sirtis, killed it. She was awesome. She was fun. And then some of the, like, wrong guys did a pretty good job. But for the most part, it was not... I did not love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's one of those weird movies that like I watched and I enjoyed and I didn't really give it much of a thought. And then uh, it's not like it blew my mind, you know, like a uh, Christmas and Angel Falls or something like that, that I like love. But like, I was like, that was cute. And then I just kind of forgot about it. And because uh, I saw it quite a bit ago and then you saw it. Uh, when we were getting ready for this project, we were like, oh, it's so terrible. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I don't know. Sometimes I guess uh, for whatever reason, I just thought it was sort of just like a cute little sitcom kind of uh, show. I thought that she was pretty cute. And uh, Nikki, I liked Greg. I thought they had pretty good chemistry. I liked her going on all these different dates. I thought that was kind of funny. 
I, uh, I liked, uh, the, I mean, it's just, a, I'm a sucker for, for fresh flowers. A lot of, <laughs> flowers in this movie but uh no i i don't know i just i just thought it was cute and disposable and enjoyable and i don't know i just didn't overthink it i just kind of watched it and moved on <laughs> with my life I, like it's, i don't have a ton to like defend it because it's not like i like loved it but it was i just thought it was kind of cute i don't know a lot of the the people were weak for me uh-huh and We've discussed this, but so spoiler alert for the movie. I don't care what you say. <laughs> um, like you, she doesn't even really recognize the guy, the main guy until over halfway through the movie, Yeah, which I know is supposed to be like, oh, she just overlooked him. But also from a narrative standpoint, that's pretty lame. Yeah. Because we also, as the audience, don't get to see him or interact with him for over half the movie. Mm-hmm. And and from the first moment, uh, like the first iteration of that day, you're going to go, that's the guy, obviously. Obviously. So I don't know. That kind of just bugged me. That was my, that was, that was honestly the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And then as I kept watching it, there were just these more and more things that were driving me insane. For example, she wears the same outfit every day of her time loop. I mean, she's at home. She has all of her clothes at her disposal and she only wears one pantsuit the whole time she's in the time loop, <coughs> which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have not noticed and it probably wouldn't have bothered me except for she has this entire segment where she goes shopping every day and buys a new outfit for like, I don't know, four outfits. And that's, you know, three quarters of the way through the movie. And then she just goes back to wearing that same outfit over and over and again. And it's just, it drive, drove me crazy. Because let's be real, people. You're stuck in a time loop. What are you going to do? Wear the same outfit for 300 days in a row if you have options? No, you're going to play with your options. Because if nothing changes, you would change stuff that you could change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a valid point. It's just not something I noticed when I watched it. <laughs> I don't know. It, that, I mean, just, and things like that, which when, you, when I was like watching it and kind of bored because it didn't really capture me, things were really, I don't know, just weren't thought through, I don't think. So it made me grumpy pants. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I, 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 I yeah, it's, it's a... Uh... It's not, it's, it's, I can understand, uh, I don't know, maybe I was just in the right mood for a silly, stupid movie. I, I, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so how many crowns did you give this one? Well, I mean, you're going to be a little shocked, but I gave it two crowns. Uh-huh. I'm not even giving it points or anything. Like, the concept was fun, and it could have been great, and it, you know, the gypsy lady was fun, a couple of the wrong guys were pretty funny. Mm-hmm. but for the most part it fell flat and didn't deliver and I will never watch it again. Fair enough. Um, I gave it three crowns. I was, I, mean, I was entertained. It wasn't the greatest thing ever, but I thought they were cute enough and it was cute enough, fresh concept for, it was fine for me. And uh, so yeah, I gave it three crowns. I have it in my ranking at number eight out of 15 uh, okay. for my ranking. 
So then the other uh, premiere that we had uh, on Hallmark Movies Now is called The Storyteller. And I have to be honest with this one. So this movie, it's about this, this young girl comes into this uh, single mom and her, she has this sort of grumpy teenage daughter. And I struggled with this one. I kept falling asleep. I actually had to watch it twice. And I, I've been sick, so I may have just been tired. But for some reason, I just found it kind of slow. But the little girl is so cute. And I love anything with like an adoption message. Uh, that's just something I think is really important and that we need to support. So that was really cute. And I, I don't know, it just, it just felt a little, little slow to me. Um, but it was cute enough. Yeah, um, I actually really liked this movie. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. So Rachel and I just don't agree at all <laughs> on anything. Um, I didn't hate it. I I, just, I thought it was, honestly. I was, the, from the minute it started, I was like, where are they going to take this? Because, I mean, the synopsis that they you have on the internet and can find on the internet is like, I don't know, 15 words right so I didn't really have an idea of what was going to happen or the you know the premise or anything um but you know I didn't know which way they were going to take it whether it was going to be like you know what like a heightened reality or if it was going to be like actual magic Mm -hmm. or whatever and I was the little girl is so adorable that I was immediately invested in whatever she was doing yeah um and then from that point all of the other characters felt very realistic to me and like, you know, grounded in reality, even the like bratty troubled older sister, I mean, uh, you know, daughter or whatever, you know, yeah. the girl, mm-hmm. whatever her name is and whatever she was doing. She even like the, the snotty teen, we'll call her, the snotty teen <laughs> was very realistic. I mean, she, she was snotty in a real way, not overdone the way that, a lot of the times movies will characterize a teenage girl who's dealing with stuff. Um, and, you know, it was a very serious subject matter, really, when you got down to it. But I think they handled it all really gracefully. All of the characters were flawed in some way. Um, not my precious angel child, because she's a child and children yeah. can't be, like, flawed. They can be, you know, damaged which is what she is mm-hmm. um, and, you know, coping with what's going on in her life. But all of the characters had some sort of flaw that, you know, of course they're aware of because who's more aware of your flaws than you? No one. Right. But they all are, you know, trying to do the best that they can and dealing with all these really intense things, but not in a overbearing way, not in a exploitative way. Um, and I just really loved it. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. Yeah, um, and I liked the relationship between the the grandma and the little girl. Yeah, that was cool. That was that was clever. So yeah, I, it was just a little slow for me, but but I you know I enjoyed it. Uh, but um, I don't know how many crowns did you give this one? Four. Okay, I give it three crowns. Uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Cool. Cool. So I have it at number nine in my ranking. I have it just after uh, Once Upon a Winter's Date and uh, just before Frozen in Love in okay. my ranking. So, okay. So now we're going to talk about the two recommendations that we gave each other. And 
So my recommendation, and I was thinking you hadn't seen this, but I guess you had. Um, so my recommendation is the, was the movie Smooch. And this is one of my favorite Hallmark movies. It's really cute. Uh, it's a fairy tale uh, about a, uh, it's got Kelly Martin in it. And um, yeah, Smooch was made in 2011 and it's a kind of a take on the Frog Prince story. You have this prince who uh, is uh, kind of foppish and he's there for like this arranged marriage. And uh, he's uh, played with Simon Kessenides. I don't know how you say his name. But anyway, and so Kelly Martin plays the single mom of uh, her daughter, Kiernan Shipka, uh, who was on Mad Men. And anyway, so she has this little daughter, and her, her daughter goes out uh, one day and, makes, and kisses this frog and, in the park. And she thinks, and then she stumbles upon this, uh, this prince that has amnesia. She thinks that she has turned the, the frog into the prince. And so she brings him home. He ends up becoming her nan their nanny. And it's, it's really, I think it's really funny. I think it's really cute. I like Kelly Martin in it. I like their chemistry between the two. And uh, I really love fairy tales. And uh, so for me, this is uh, a very fun sort of take on the kind of classic fairy tale. So I don't know. what do you think? Did you like it? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's so great. Um, one of the best things about this movie is all of the absurdities and the, all the stuff that's like hyper like would not happen in real life um, are totally believable. They set up all of the, the big gags and all the big, you know, like things in such a like clever and realistic way mm -hmm. that I was like, even though we're dealing with a child who believes that there's this person turned into a prince from a frog, you don't question that leap and you, mm -hmm. you don't really question why the prince guy believes that he's the prince, the frog prince or anything. You just kind of go, yep, I guess it's true. And mm -hmm. you don't, I don't know. It doesn't take you out of it, even though there are some, you know, fantastic elements. Mm -hmm. um, and then also it's just really funny, really cleverly done, well acted. The guy's really British, which, you know, boom already already in the top of making choices of who to cast yeah. um but one funny thing that i also really liked is that it, you know this came out when you know twilight was super big right mm -hmm. and my favorite thing is when movies come up with what would be the like alternate version of twilight and so in this world it's the blue moon books which are about a frog prince it's so oh, funny yeah that's true. <laughs> um, so I just, I always like, I just like those things because I could easily see, you know, like a 10 year old girl circa whatever, watch, re having read Twilight and being like, oh, this guy's a vampire. And I don't know. So I think that helps, you know, sell it for me, but it's also, it was just really funny, really cute. It's sort of under, under, um, underplays or, or builds up the, the fairy tale kind of aspect for it you know, when you have literature and reading and sort of, you know, kind of as part of the story, it kind of adds to the, the feel. And, and I like, it kind of reminds me a way of like Kate and Leopold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, with uh, Meg Ryan. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. Because like, you know, she's obviously very a normal lady and he's acting like he's some roguish knight, yeah. but yeah. 
and like in and to see this like sort of frazzled you know a single woman i can't remember if meg ryan has kids and a kid in that movie i can't remember but but she, um, ha- she basically has a kid because she has her, her living brother. useless brother oh yeah <laughs> but um did, i love the scene in kate and leopold when he makes her that toast with like mm-hmm. the mascarpone and strawberries or whatever and she's just like oh, what you know like so amazed and like I, I i there are moments like that in here with kelly martin just kind of like being treated like a lady by somebody yeah. like that and being so respected and so like cared for and, and how much it means to her. And there's, a, I think a really nice heart to this movie. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's really great. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's one of my favorite Hallmark movies. Five crowns. Uh, I'll give it, uh, yeah, I'll give it five crowns. Who cares? <laughs> five crowns. It's one of my favorites. So there you go. Yeah. I gave, I give this four and a quarter crowns. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like there's anything wrong with it, but it's just not that's a good score. That's a quite good. five. Yeah. If you're, if you're crying over getting four and a half crowns, <laughs> I'll, de- I'll deduct you. Yeah. But you guys should all watch this. It's like I said, it's not just for Valentine's. It's a, it's one you can watch. And I think little girls will really like it too. It's one that everybody can enjoy. So, yeah. Um, okay. So your choice, you want to, I will introduce my choice. choice. Okay, so I was, you know, checking out the things that were available to try to make my choice, and I said, this is on here? Oh my gosh, we're going to talk about this. Rachel has no choice. She is captive to my will, and I, I didn't even choose, I didn't even choose a movie, you guys. I chose a TV series. Amber, what TV series did you choose? Wildfire, you guys. This was originally on ABC Family, and it's about a girl who, um, you know, had stolen a car, and she was in jail, and she ended up going to this equestrian park as part of her, like, work release, I guess, at the jail, and they, you know, went and helped and did horses and probably like a therapy rehabilitation part of being in little in juvenile prison. And as she works with these horses, she meets this horse wildfire and they like form a bond. And one of the guys there, when she gets released, offers her, offers her a position at his ranch and yada, yada, yada. It's also a teen romance movie. Um, and the people are a little older, so it's less uncomfortable than when you go back and watch it now as an adult mm-hmm. than when you go back and watch like a teen romance and they're all like 14. Right. <laughs> like, you, you don't even stop being babies. Yeah. Anyway, so. Played by someone who's like 25. Yeah, so I watched this show live when it came out with one of my best friends and we loved it. And it is a little bit, you know, like a teen drama should be little over the top, a little absurd, you know, but, and as my, one of the guys in my, uh, one of my friends growing up, he and his family were watching an ABC family movie and his mom was like, what is this? I thought this was a family show. And his dad said, well, they're making family. (laughs) So there are some people who make family in this show. So if that kind of stuff you know, it's not like you see anything, but it, you know, shenanigans happen. Hashtag not Hallmark chastity, but, um, TVPG. T- uh, 
yeah, it's not. Which, it's, which Hallmark TV is fourteen? Yeah. I'll probably say TV twelve. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's um, I and loved we should, it. We should talk about like one of. I don't think we've ever really discussed it on the podcast. One of the differences between you and me is you are definitely team TV, and I'm definitely team movie. Well, um, yeah, like if we had to fight a battle. <laughs> Yeah. Um, part of the reason why I like TV is because a, I don't have a life, so I can uh-huh. don't you know invest all this time in watching things, but also because TV should allow you to explore the characters and and all of those things more because you mm-hmm. have more time to spend with them. Yeah. Where in a movie they have to establish characters and then get through you know the conflict and things relatively quickly. You know, and I in a TV show, you can get through things really fast. But obviously, yeah. there's the downside where if they don't let the characters move organically, you get trapped in a mud puddle and you're just stuck for an entire season with no one improving or growing or making any <laughs> developments. But right. Well, see, so I I've had some shows over the years, of course, that I've liked. I watched Downton Abbey. I watched. Uh, I I. I love watching like old shows. Like I love Mary Tyler Moore show. I love the golden girls. I've seen, I have owned all of those on DVD. So, I mean, it's not like I, and I have the Frasier on DVD. Um, so there's some shows that I really like. I have full house on DVD, but um, it's such a commitment, you know, like I just started last year, started watching Dr. Who. And it's like, I, I, I've been putting it off. Cause it's like, Oh, so many seasons. 10 seasons but uh, but my friend really wanted to so so we did and I had a good time uh but um I still have tons to left to watch I do watch Once Upon a Time so I have some shows but it's just such a big commitment and I got burned super bad by How I Met Your Mother where I devoted nine years of my life to the show and then they completely skunked it and made me so mad and I hated the last season so much and I hated the finale so much so it's like made me sort of reticent (laughs) of like giving my heart to a series again you know so but um but and and we got so burned with Anne with an E too Um, well that that doesn't count that's not a series that's just sacrilege (laughs) yeah Yeah. but anyway so that's sort of always been my kind of stumbling block in starting a series because it's just like whereas what, what I like about movies is that you're just like in and out you get the story you're moving on uh, with your life you know well, frankly, the best TV shows are TV shows that are over mm-hmm. because you don't have to say like, oh, I'm watching Supernatural and we're on season 35 yeah. and I'm stuck. I'm watching this season. I can't not watch it because I'm caught up and right. uh. whereas obviously with Wildfire, there's only four seasons. Yeah. You already know there's only 51 episodes. Boom, bang, bong. You know it's going to be fine. And also, especially, you can find out if a show was just, like, canceled unexpectedly before you invest your time. Or if it's a show that says, okay, this is going to be our last season. Because it's always better when the shows know so they can write in an ending. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Long story short, I made Rachel watch Wildfire. (laughs) Not the whole thing. I watched it. And I, well, I watched two episodes of it. And it has... uh, Genevieve Padalecki. Yeah, so back in the day when this was actually on, she was known as Genevieve Cortez. Oh. Um, But then she 
that really? She did a stint on Supernatural, and she and Jared Padalecki fell in love, and they got married. Lead, like you said, she plays this uh, girl who's in juvie and who loves these horses, and they do these uh, field trips, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, where you get to spend time on the horses as part of the juvie. And uh, she's so good with the horses that the people that run this ranch, they uh, agree at her bail uh, hearing, at her um, not bail, um, parole hearing, uh, they agree to take her in, give her room and board for work on the ranch. And uh, then there becomes, there's, there's sort of this love triangle and whatever. And I actually thought this was fine. I didn't hate it. Like you had said, oh, it's like a terrifically terrible show. And uh, I, I thought it was fine. Well, I mean, it does get a little bit terrifically terrible. Like, let's say, I mean, this show's not going to win any Emmys or anything. Sure, sure. And it's not a show that, like, if you have very serious people who don't like fun things, <laughs> that you would recommend this to them. But as a show that I could <coughs> watch and enjoy and have fun and see horses... I really love this show mm-hmm. and you know I spent four years of my life watching it. Did you really? Yeah. So you're well, not like it didn't take me you know that many hours to watch <laughs> it but I watched it when it was on. Yeah, right of course of course that's funny. Yeah uh, it, it, the acting wasn't great that's probably its biggest weakness is the acting's not great but some of it's some of it's very serviceable. Mm-hmm. Some of it is less serviceable. <laughs> The thing is, like, Junior, I think he does a really great job. Mm. And I think Chris does a really great job. And I think the Todd kid, the little brother character Mm -hmm. guy, I think he also does a pretty darn good job. And really, I don't, you're probably not going to finish watching it, right? No. Um, Well, as the show progresses, they sort of realize where their strengths are. Mm Mm-hmm. And the story kind of goes that way. In a lot of shows, uh, I mean, the title, the pilot to a lot of shows won't even have like the same set sometimes. Yeah. Like, it feels completely different. They'll have like different, like I remember the, the pilot for the Cosby show, like they, they only have four kids and they end up increasing it to five kids and uh, they're, they're in a completely different house and this completely different. <laughs> and that's so pretty common. Did you just watch the first one or did you watch the first two? First two, yeah. Okay. Because really the first one, basically nothing happens. Yeah. I mean, they sort of establish characters, but I mean, the show's called Wildfire and you only spend 30 seconds with Wildfire basically in the first mm-hmm. movie. I mean, the first episode. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of setting up the characters and that she's in juvie and stuff like that and then the second episode is where she finds out the wildfire is going to be sold and so she basically steals him and goes on this run uh goes on this um uh, thing uh, and she's like hunted down by the police and everything i mean i think it's important to say that wildfire is being sold to like a meat processing plant like <laughs> it's not like wildfire is being sold to some nice little girl who's gonna take it around on trots yeah so- fine i enjoyed it i liked it um, and, uh, so yeah, it was a fun choice and nice to profile some of the, uh, um, the TV options that they have. Of course, Science Hill Delivered is on Hallmark Movies now, the first season. You can watch that on there. 
Yeah, um, and if uh, wildfire is not for you, don't worry. They have Heartland. Yeah, they have Heartland, and that's on there, and a, a number of other different series and stuff like that that are on there. So definitely want to check that out. Uh, some other ones uh, that are on there, um, the uh, Just the Way You Are with Kim's Cameron Bray's on there. Um, and then they have a bunch of one, the makeover is one that I really like that's on there. Mm -hmm. They have a bunch that are uh, feature films that are on here. Yeah, honestly. So as I was going through that, I was so surprised and pleasantly surprised and impressed actually with all of the stuff they had on there. I mean, I know we both had discussed possibly spotlighting the movie Only You, which stars mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei, and is one of my family's favorite movies, and we quote lines from it all the time. It, it's just great. It's really cute. Um, they, they have, yeah, Steel Magnolias is on there. Uh, they had uh, The um, Age of Innocence, which is like a Martin Scorsese film, uh, so that seemed surprising. I haven't seen it. Surprising for on Hallmark. Uh, uh, they, uh, so there's quite a bit of variety on here. Uh, there's uh, there's a bunch of Hallmark Hall of Fames. There's a whole section. Also, there's some American uh, Girl movies. If you're yeah, a little girl, yeah, Molly. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, let's go, Molly movie. <laughs> and so it really is a pretty good uh, uh, a good service. I think it's worth it. We we're saying it's like five dollars to just six dollars a month. And yeah. So I mean, it's totally worth it because. Frankly, I would watch all of this stuff before I'd watch most of the stuff on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Not gonna lie. Yeah. And it's it's like half the price of Netflix. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you think of if you got a chance to see any of these movies or shows. Let us know what you think. And if you use the service, what you think of it, if you like it, um, whether some things maybe you've checked out on there. And also uh and let us know if you like this uh, series that we, if you want us to do it again on, at least on my TV, uh, I guess on my DVD player, I can access it. Um, and, uh, both my DVD players. So I'm able to access it through there. So I don't have to watch it on my phone. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, cause on the phone you can Chromecast it. I'm sure you mm -hmm. there. And then I'm sure if you have it like, you know, a smart TV or I know on my Apple TV, I can just add the app and watch it through there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure if you have like a fire stick, you can watch it through there, but it's a, mm -hmm. it's so great. Yeah, it really is. So yeah, let us know what you think. And, uh, so this weekend, it's kind of shocking. What are we going to do? Amber, we have no new movies this weekend. I know basically <laughs> like welcome to Twitter, the place where there's just rolling cactuses because the cat, they no, not cactuses. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> where tumbleweeds are going to be rolling a Saturday night. I mean, I know Hallmark's like, come watch all of your favorites with yeah. us. They're like, I wish I could do that guy's voice. There. Could you imagine how amazing that would be if I could be that guy's voice? Anyway, but yeah. he's I'm like, not well, Lucky spend... in Love Marathon. It's like, first of all, that movie should be, the Lucky in Love Marathon should be on April Fool's. It shouldn't be on March 4th. But also, uh, like, very slick. Try to try to use the, our love of Lucky and Love and one of Nina's scripts against us. <laughs> I know. Pacify us. And here's the other thing, you guys. Like, why is Lucky and Love not the last movie if it's the Lucky and Love marathon? Everyone knows you build to the marathon. 
and it's first. That's not how marathons work. Yeah. And I frankly, I mean, I love Lucky in Love, but I frankly, I was kind of surprised. Like, I didn't know that it was such like a marquee name, you know, like the Lucky in Love Marathon. I'm like, oh, other people like the weird April Fool's movie too, okay. I guess. Okay. Okay. Also, <laughs> if you're going to have a marathon, there needs to be some sort of connective tissue right. between the things. Otherwise, it's just a, co- a collection, uh, whatever. Like, yeah. they don't have a similar, like, they're not all spring movies. Right. They don't have uh, the same director. They don't have the same writer. They don't have any of, like, they don't have all the same actors no, or like, actresses. <laughs> like, what, like they, why, what's the connective tissue, Hallmark? Yeah, like, they could have had, like, the Chasing Leprechauns movie. Or they could have had the one with, um, I think it's uh, Honeymoon for One where Nicolette Sheraton goes to Ireland, you could have had that, that one's sort of lucky, you know, like, or, like, like yes, it was very slick, because we do love Lucky in Love, we love Nina, <laughs> but I don't know about this marathon, uh, but yeah. anyway, so yeah, we don't have anything except for When Calls the Heart, and a new episode of Meet the Robinsons this weekend, it's very shocking. Yeah, so, I mean, you guys, do you know what we're going to have to do next week? We're just gonna have to go bonkers and pick our favorite Hallmark movies. Yeah. I mean, I may, I maybe not our favorites, but we're just gonna pick some random ones that you guys have to try to watch. Mm. Whoa! We're doing sort of a greatest hits uh, podcast uh, about some just some of our favorites that we're gonna talk about. And uh, so let us know what some of your favorites are in the comment section or on Twitter. And make sure you're following us on social media on. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, we post daily on there, on our Facebook page, uh, Homeworkies Podcast. Um, just make sure you're checking us out. And uh, Amber, where can people find you? As always, people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Smiling Desk Girl on social media and at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. And on my channel, I have three different podcasts posting this week. So I'm really excited about it. So uh, we have uh, Black Panther that just posted with my friend uh, Trevor from How to Love Comics, where we dive into the comics and into the movie. So if you like Black Panther, uh, please check that out. I, I'm really proud of it and would love for you to get your feedback. So uh, yeah, thanks so much. And, uh, and uh, we will talk to you all again next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.